Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran Shridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine our knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of a knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast aims to answer some frequently asked questions on the Personal Data Protection Bill of 2019, also known as the PDP Bill. What is this PDP bill? The PDP bill, also referred to as the bill in this podcast, is a draft legislation which has been introduced in the parliament on 11th December 2019. The bill is significant as it seeks to provide a legal framework to protect the fundamental right to privacy of Indian citizens who account for 1/7 of the world's population. The right to privacy is sought to be protected by regulating how personal data of an individual may be processed by businesses and the state. What is sought to be introduced is a system of checks and balances to protect the right of individuals when it comes to their personal data. What is personal data? Personal data is data about or relating to a natural person which may be relied either directly or indirectly to establish the identity of an individual this may include both online and offline traits and a combination of identifiable characteristics of a person the definition of personal data in the present bill also includes inferences drawn from profiling of personal data What other types of data are covered under the PDP bill? While personal data and its manner of processing is the superset that the bill seeks to regulate, it characterizes such data in smaller sets like sensitive personal data and critical personal data. The obligations in terms of how such data is to be processed are also stricter when compared to personal data. Why is it relevant? After the recognition of privacy as a fundamental right of an individual, a robust mechanism was needed to provide data principles, that is, individuals whose data is being processed, a legislative basis to protect their personal data and enforce their rights, vis-a-vis data fiduciaries, that is, businesses and the state who collect, use and process such personal data. is such a framework novel till such time the bill becomes an act of parliament such rights were sought to be protected under the information technology act of 2000 and the sensitive personal data rules of 2011 framed under it the protection afforded by the it act was limited and lacked appropriate enforcement mechanisms for protection against misuse of personal data what has changed from the previous legislative framework the 
proposed bill proposes to establish a data protection authority that is the DPA. The DPA will function as a regulatory watchdog and can be approached to enforce an individual's right as provided under the bill. Businesses and government shall have to comply with the requirements of the new law to ensure that the personal data is only collected and processed for legitimate purposes. Whose rights are protected and how? The PDP bill seeks to protect the rights of a data principle. In the bill, a data principle is defined as the natural person to whom the personal data relates. Further, the coverage of the PDP bill, akin to the General Data Protection Regulation in EU, also referred to as GDPR, is expansive enough to cover all data of a data principle which has been collected, disclosed, shared or otherwise processed within the territory of India. Obligations to comply with the duties provided under the bill apply to both natural or juristic person. Do I own my data? The PDP bill does not directly deal with the ownership of data. Ownership as a concept under law traditionally envisages the movement or shift of title from one person to another. As data is non-rivalrous in nature, that is, the sharing or parting of data does not diminish its value on being shared between the parties, it is difficult to apply traditional norms of ownership. Moreover, the provenance of data is a much debated issue as many experts hold the belief that data cannot exist in vacuum. Data originates upon the interaction of two people. Example, when one individual seeks to know the identity of another and names are exchanged. While an individual's name is a fact known to the individual in question, it does not constitute a representation of data till such communication is made to the second party. The definition of data under the bill inherently incorporates the requirement of representation. Therefore, the PDP bill adopts a rights-based approach to the issues of data protection and data privacy. It recognizes the fundamental value personal data may hold for an individual and seeks to empower the data principle with certain rights and imposes certain obligations on data fiduciaries. How can I exercise my rights? Chapter 5 of the PDP Bill provides for the rights of a data principle. Broadly speaking, a data principle is empowered with the following rights. A. Right to confirmation and access, which provides a data principle a right to check whether the data provided by it has been utilized for the purpose consented. B. Right to correction and erasure which provides the data principle the right to correct its records maintained by a data fiduciary or data processor. It also enables the data principle to seek erasure of its personal data once the process for which data was shared is complete. C. Right to data portability. A data principle has the right to seek data shared by him and obtained by any use of goods and services by him from a data fiduciary in a structured and machine-readable format. This is to ensure interoperability, that is, a data principal can switch his data from one device or service to another without loss of any personal information. 
Example, a personal being able to port contact from one mobile of a particular brand to another. D. Right to be forgotten. Under this, the data principle has the right to restrict or prevent the continuing disclosure of its personal data by a data fiduciary. If personal data of an individual is thought to be protected, on whom is the duty imposed under the PTP Bill? As mentioned earlier, the rights of data principles are secured vis-à-vis -vis data fiduciaries and data processors. A data fiduciary under the bill is any person, natural or juristic, including the state who alone or in conjunction with another, determines the purpose and provides means of processing the personal data. To put it in simpler terms, it is the brains behind the activity of processing of personal data. A data processor is any person, natural or juristic, including the state who processes personal data on behalf of a data fiduciary. In simpler terms, an agent of the data fiduciary who is tasked for specific processing activity by the data fiduciary. Obligations under the PTP Bill are enforceable vis-à-vis -vis such data fiduciaries and data processors. Data fiduciaries are held to a higher degree of responsibility in comparison to a data processor. A person at the same time may both be a data fiduciary and a data processor. What are the obligations of data fiduciary and data processors under the PTP Bill? Chapter 2 to Chapter 7 of the Bill, with the sole exclusion of Chapter 5, list out a series of obligations of the data fiduciaries and data processors. We shall broadly highlight the obligations in this podcast. Later, we shall deep dive in a nuanced discussion on the obligations owed to the data principal and the regulator. The major obligations under the PDP Bill include that the personal data shall only be processed for a specific, clear and lawful purpose. Most importantly, all processing of personal data is to take place with the consent of the data principal after providing due notice. Further, major obligations include that data once utilized for the purpose consented to by the data principal has to be erased. The bill also mandates that during the period of retention, the quality of data maintained by a data fiduciary has to be complete, accurate and up-to-date. The bill proposes additional obligations for businesses operating on a large scale with personal data by carving out a separate category of significant data fiduciaries. Lastly, it is important to note that organizations dealing with personal data of minors, sensitive personal data, and critical personal data shall have additional obligations and would have to operate under certain restrictions for cross-border flow of data. I'm a startup, small business. How am I impacted? For any business, it is important to ascertain the nature of data handled by them. Obligations, irrespective of scale of operations, may be onerous for businesses handling sensitive and critical personal data. In other situations, the current draft of the PDP bill has watered down certain compliance requirements in comparison to the initial draft of the bill circulated in 2018. Thus, Key management personnel within an organization are necessitated to appraise themselves with the obligations under the proposed law 
to implement compliance mechanisms. The belief that such a law would only apply to big digital businesses is a wrong notion. The provisions of the bill cut across industry verticals and impact any organization which is collecting and processing personal data. For example, even the simple act of maintaining transaction details of customers would attract the application of obligations under the bill. When do the obligations arise? As of today, the legislation is not an act of parliament and is thus not enforceable. However, it is a good time for businesses to familiarize themselves with the obligations under the bill, as it is foreseeable that any version of such a legislation upon becoming an act in the future would contain such obligations. In the present format, the central government retains the right to notify dates from which certain provisions of the bill shall become enforceable. Various provisions of the bill shall require complementary rules and regulations to be framed by the central government before implementation. Although there is no watertight timetable for enactment and implementation, it can be said with reasonable certainty that such a legislation will be implemented with considerable urgency on part of the state. Do I need to change how I do my business? The bill aims to regulate the processing of personal data. To such an extent, any business which collects, retains or processes data in any way would be covered under the bill. To ensure compliance with the various obligations proposed under the bill, key personnel within the organization will have to drive implementation of privacy framework throughout their organization. At each stage, such personnel will also have to be fully appraised of the legal nuances to ensure that the compliance is complete. An organization would also have to implement a variety of changes in terms of technical infrastructure to ensure that the entire process, right from data collection to data storage or retention, is capable for protection of privacy. For example, consent for processing personal data would have to be secured from the data principle when the personal data pertaining to the data principle is processed. This may be easy for online businesses, but may provide challenges for more traditional businesses which may have to assess multiple data points from which data is collected. Is this an expensive exercise? What are the challenges? To ensure compliance, investments in technical infrastructure and legal advice would be required. The challenges an organization may face will depend on a number of factors, such as how an organization is currently handling data. For example, organizations which may already have certain policies in place or which already are completely or partially GDPR compliant are likely to find the task of compliance easier and less costly. However, organizations starting afresh may have to rethink their internal data handling policies, which in turn may require both time as well as costs. It is pertinent to note that the obligations under the bill will be applicable irrespective of the nature of the business or of the sector to which the business pertains to. It is not the case that the business providing a digital service would only be subject to this bill. Handling of personal data in any manner would be sufficient to invoke the obligations under the bill. 
Therefore, the bill would be even applicable on traditional businesses which do not typically operate through a digital platform. Traditional businesses such as banking institutions, insurance companies, etc. may have to invest substantial efforts and costs to ensure mechanisms are in place for confirming with the obligations under the bill. That is to say, a business would have to isolate points of collection for personal data and map data activity within the organization to perform an impact analysis. Are there any exceptions? In certain cases, handling of personal data may not be subject to the obligation as proposed under the bill. For example, organizations processing personal data of their employees may not maintain the same standards of obligations for handling personal data of other individuals such as customer data. However, processing of employee data is permitted to the extent that such processing is necessary for employment-related purposes such as recruitment, employee assessment, etc. Why do we need a privacy law? A comprehensive legislative framework to protect the right to privacy after it was recognized as a fundamental right was required to ensure that such a right does not exist only in principle. India is home to nearly one-seventh of the global population and is an immense source of data. The immense volumes of data would be instrumental in driving the digital economy and in turn provide a wide variety of benefits to the general population of India. Despite the immense benefit it poses to provide, it may be equally used for discrimination and causing untoward harm to individuals. It is therefore important that such immense volumes of data, which may be prone to use without the knowledge of the data principle or be misused, is leveraged in a responsible and accountable manner. The proposed bill aims to strike a balance in which the data fiduciaries such as organizations may use the data, provided they fulfill various obligations and at the same time provides a bundle of rights for individuals. Such rights enable the individuals to exercise control over the manner in which the data may be used. Who in the government shall be responsible? The bill seeks to establish a data protection authority, that is, the DPA. The DPA will be the regulatory body responsible for protecting the rights of individuals and to ensure that the personal data of individuals is not misused or used even without consent. The DPA will also be tasked to ensure that the data fiduciaries and data processors comply with the provisions of the bill. Presently, the composition of the DPA is to include a chairperson and six members with expertise in the field of data protection and information technology. Orders of the authority may be appealed before an appellate tribunal and appeals from the tribunal will lie before the Supreme Court of India. How is the government different from other data fiduciaries? Under the bill, the state may also be a data fiduciary and hence would be subject to the same obligation as other data fiduciaries, such as adhering to the consent requirements under the bill. However, in certain cases, the government may process personal data without consent. For example, 
Personal data may be processed without the consent of the data principal in cases where such processing is required for performance of any state functions, etc. The provisions of the bill will also not apply on state agencies pursuant to a government order for sake of national interest and security. The government may also process personal data in relation to commission of offences, that is, investigation, prosecution, etc. In addition, the bill also empowers government to seek from businesses anonymized and non-personal data to enable better delivery of services and formulation of evidence-based policies. This provision at present does not provide the purpose, limitation and proportionality requirements for such demands and is a topic attracting further discussions and deliberations. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast at lakshmishree.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com which has been linked in the episode description below to keep abreast of relevant legal updates. We hope you'll join us next week. 